Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim, and today we are going to discuss A Holly Jolly Ever After, a Christmas Notch story, and our winter holiday pick. Um, this is by Julie Murphy and Sierra Simone and was published in 2023. If you would like more information about these authors, you can go back to the first in this series, which is A Merry Little Meat Cute that we did this time last year. The plot of this is the story returns to Christmas Notch with the new Hope Channel After Dark movies. This time it stars Callum and Winnie Baker. Callum is banking on his recently licensed sex tape while Winnie is trying to make a na new name for herself after a divorce. And I would just like to be very clear as we start this that <laughs> I told you so, I told you so, I told you both so. I didn't think it would amp up as much as it did. <laughs> After what what is the other one called? A Merry, Merry Little Meet Cute. A Merry Little Meet Cute. Just... Merry Little Meet Cute was relatively just kind of cute. It did have its sexy times. This one, um Well, we'll get there. Yeah. I just I, I wanted to be clear that I know there is an episodes where I told you guys, no, really, <laughs> you don't want to read this one. And apparently that was a challenge I was issuing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else we were supposed to take it. As a warning. <laughs> I will always tell you guys if I have read something and I think it is like horribly not your thing. But the thing is, is because we've had like Christmas stories in the past that were just not good at all. And so having a Merry Little Meet Cute and it was relatively successful for yeah. us the three of us i don't you know i'm not judging anybody else's view on it but no, it, was, it, was, it was a safe it was a bestseller yeah but this was a safe cho choice for us even if you warned us because you're always warning us about the sexy times because we don't particularly care for it so yeah, i didn't take it as these were exceptionally explicit sexy times i said <laughs> I know you probably did. I know did. you guys liked A Merry Little Meat Cute, but you really don't want to read this one. Yeah. I, know I, I don't said remember it. that. I said it multiple times. I said, I don't know this if you one. that much emphasis. I don't think you did either, but that's okay. I don't remember where the recording is. Otherwise, I would pull it up. <laughs> and back. prove it to us. Prove it to you. <laughs> it doesn't matter because our only experience was A Merry Little Meat Cute. And we're like, oh, we handled that just yeah. fine. So it's, and it was pretty explicit. I don't remember, but I mean, it, there was so much going on in that story that it's like it didn't matter because that wasn't the core of it. Wasn't that explicit? And that's the point. A merry little meet cute. It was not the core of the story. Even though she was a porn star, I don't even remember. I just remember he, yeah, he was into her. He had, he had watched her stuff. Yeah, and there was also the fun of like. She's a porn star, but they don't necessarily know the porn crew is filming yeah. it. And they yeah. don't know. So there yeah. was that little gag running in the background, which was just. Fun. Oh, and I I really missed the background characters in this one. They were there, but they weren't. Mm, they weren't. Strong. Yeah, no. they weren't developed. No. Okay. Anyway, we got to okay. go through our list. Are we doing it that way? Yeah. Okay. So first up is plot. There was no plot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was God. no plot. It was. We're going back to Christmas Notch fuck, where fuck, they fuck, filmed. Fuck, fuck. Yeah. 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 And then part two. Please don't ever do that again. Bouncing with the fuck, 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 fuck. You can't see it. It's fine. <laughs> I cannot see it. It's never going away. No. no, just kidding. But yeah, no, there was no plot to this. Other than these two want to get together, but they're not going to tell each other they want to get together. 
Well, I... So I think... What was supposed to be the plot was just not one we would ever have an interest in, which is her whole coming to terms with how she was raised versus what was healthy to herself. That was hardly... That's not plot. That's subtext. And it wasn't even subtext. It, it's 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 character development. That is not plot. Um, had it, I don't know. How would you even have played that out to make it the plot? She would have had to have started actually in the organization and find her way out of it. Yeah, I think we'd need more detail about because it's like she was repressed growing up. By yeah, these she was things. repressed, and, and she was. They never. I don't think the word evangelical was said once. No, no. Yeah, religion, they, left it they, they al- almost made it cultish, like like. Well, I mean, and that's I'm not gonna say <laughs> that one equals the other, but because the authors would not name the religion, <laughs> poor Amberly. What? The oh the tab. Oh God. God. That's good. Drink it. Um, but because they wouldn't call out evangelicalism, sure. Um, evangelicals. Yeah. Then it, 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 let it go. <laughs> now you have to say it three times. Why did you go there? You did not have to try to say the word. <laughs> I think we should work on this more. <laughs> it's such a thing. Anyway, because they wouldn't call out evangelicalism, I'm just going to say that word. I don't know if it's real or not. I don't think it is. Um, That made what she was a part of more cultish than, because in my opinion, and again, we've already addressed the fact that I'm an atheist, all religions are cults. So. (laughs) I was going to say earlier, it's like, I know. Is there a difference? There isn't a difference. I was like, oh my, we're not doing that. And then. Okay, so as far as your standard religion and evangelicals do not fall into cults because you can get out of being an evangelical without being murdered or persecuted or any of that. And you're not required to tithe and all of that stuff. You're not required to give up everything you own for evangelicals. So if you're going to get into the actual outline of what a cult is, an evangelical is not a cult. Do you feel better now? Did I did I backstep that enough that you, you all the panic that's on your face is going to go away? He's just like, I'm just going to delete this section. It's going to be an awkward break, but it's okay. <laughs> no. Okay, so to take it back. Mm-hmm. That makes what happened with her not a cult, or not a cult. <laughs> what happens with her not the plot. I'm sorry. It, 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 it's okay. So, the obvious plot is the thing that really is not a plot. It's a trope I hate, which is she becomes pregnant. And they then have to decide how they're going to navigate the fact that she is pregnant. That's part two of the book, which is a different book, pretty much. Yeah. But it... Except from, like, chapter one, she points out how she always wanted a family. Because I've I've read it twice now because yeah no I, I had remember to read that she yeah. said that I would still say that getting pregnant is not a plot I was gonna say I can't say it's a strong plot but that is the carrying story throughout it all is 
at first she thinks, okay, I'm never having a family. I'm never getting pregnant. There's something wrong with me. To, oh, hey, sex can be fun. To, oh, crap, I got pregnant. No, bad condoms aren't a thing. To, okay, I'm going to have this child with him. To, oh, maybe this isn't a good idea to have it with him. To, oh, no, we'll figure this out. I, that That is no a story. Is it a strong story? No, it, it lacks some of the depth that I think even is. your most superficial story should have. <laughs> Do I say things too strongly for your comfort level? They may be. <laughs> you know what? If by now, after three plus years, these people haven't figured out, I have a strong opinion. You two are just going to like <laughs> come in at the point that I don't know what to do. <laughs> I can't change it. We're just hyenas tearing it apart. Oh my god, yeah. I might as well have just throw a carcass down in front of you and let you just like <laughs> Um it, it it still is a story. It still has an arc to it. It's just maybe not the most interesting story. It's maybe not the most climactic. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> words play on words oh has more climaxes than any book I've read. <laughs> sarah said that this one has more climaxes than she, any book she's ever read thank you couldn't hear that thank she you muttered it under her breath i'm sure it came through we'll see later well sarah won't because she hasn't <laughs> listened to these <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i it's a plot it's just not a great plot okay so let's I, let's give what did well, you well i just wanted to say that it's like I guess you could consider that all one plot, but for me, part one, the plot was just her sexual awakening, like discovering sensuality, which is not, not a trope I would ever want to read. I don't think I read the description of this book, the summary. Um, I don't know if I would have been warned. I mean, obviously there was your warnings, which I disregarded. <laughs> Massively. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was plot for me for part one and then part two which is figuring out pregnancy which again another plot point that i don't typically read so i want to comment on the sexual awakening thing because i got to the point where she was like okay i've got to discover this and i thought okay this is this is something that people could benefit from and i think any time you read a book there should be some whether it's a moral or a benefit something you're being taught and I thought, this is actually pretty cool because there's a lot of women in the world that don't know that teaching yourself how to have an orgasm makes that process easier and better. And then you teach the man how to help you achieve your orgasm. A lot of people don't know this. And I thought, cool, cool, cool. And then they went straight to the guy who was getting her to the orgasm. And it pissed me off because... The thing you had, the ability you had to, to use this book to help somebody out just went out the window because not every woman is going to find a man who's going to put the effort into, oh, you don't know how to do this. Let me show you how, because I won't see even the majority. A lot of men don't know how themselves. So that, I, that was maybe... 15% of the book, and I thought, okay, I might be okay with this. And then it went off the fucking rails. And then I was done with it. All the bodily fluids. Oh, don't even oh, get me started on the No, I mean, like, fluids. when it was, like, in the beginning still, I was like, if this is going to become, like, he is teaching her mm -hmm. how to be sexual, I'm going to be so fucking grossed out by this. 
and that's what that it is. happens. Yeah. Which again, if that's what stuff. people, if oh, people enjoy blessed. that, that's cool. But it is not my thing to read about at all. And then butt stuff. I mean, <laughs> honestly, for that, I didn't even care. But like, just <laughs> you were skimming by that point. Well, no, I didn't skim at all because that that was the content of the book. So if I skimmed it, you were missing I wouldn't three know what the, the book was yeah. going on. I, I did skim a little bit. It's like still having sex, still having sex, still having sex. I just don't make graphic okay, and stuff, and that's all we got. And yeah. I told you. Okay, I don't want to listen to that this entire podcast. <laughs> we get it. You told us, but oh, we ignored you. I remember what I was going to say, though. Um, I did. I found it funny because at the beginning she was talking about how she wanted to have a family, and I was like, oh, "This better not lead to her getting pregnant." And I was like, "It's probably gonna lead to her getting pregnant when he was doing the condom thing with the phone." And then at one point she's like, "It's been really great, you know, being with Caleb and like just getting to enjoy herself, have the sex and all that, and she doesn't have to worry about getting pregnant or anything like that. There's not these bad consequences." And I was like, "Oh, I guess they won't do a pregnancy thing then, because that would kind of undermine the message that they just mm-hmm. started here." Well, then part two came around. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what are you doing? What? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. I feel like they just kind of wung it. Wung it? I'm going back to you're giving us a warning. I don't remember you ever saying you didn't think we would like it. Okay, anyway, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because I don't remember you saying you liked it. Did you like it? I mean, she gave it a pretty good score on Goodreads. Did she? I don't ever remember. In my estimation. Is it the worst smutty <laughs> book I have ever read? No. Okay. Is it the greatest message when it comes to a smutty book? No. I have better choices. Like, full stop Katie Robert. Just, if you want sex positivity in your book, Katie Robert. If you want, hello, Ronan. And <laughs> back he goes. I don't know. He is, <laughs> he is trying to win. Oh, he just took her. Oh, no, that was Allie, not him. <laughs> she was the one going. <gasps> was that you, bro? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was him because it sounds like him when he's. <laughs> well, she was manhandling a St. Bernard, yeah. so. Yeah. If you want sex positive books, Katie Robert. If you want positive BDSM representation where the people actually have a conversation. Clarify, there's no BDSM in this book. Mm -hmm. There's no BDSM in this book. It's not BDSM, but there is a dynamic that's being set up that gets really close to it that they don't actually have a conversation about how to navigate that. And the only close thing they get is when it comes down to the butt stuff, they both go, oh, yeah, you know, that, I'm okay if you do that. I, so, he, but, I was going to say, I don't think butt stuff falls into BDSM. It, that's not necessarily what I'm talking about. There is in this a dominant submissive dynamic going on, even if it's not explicitly stated. And I'm just saying, if if you want to see people who can have conversations about how to have sex with each other before actually having sex, not while oh having God, sex, I before hate those having books. <laughs> but if you want to. <laughs> no, so that's the thing is I hate that too, but Katie Robert does it in such a way that 
it is actually enjoyable and it doesn't feel forced. I just want to be very clarifying. Yeah, no, this is This is not like... even remotely no. close to BDSM. When talking about consent and talking about conversations, yeah. this fails in that. And then I understand that you're kind of saying if you want to read about consent and um healthy conversations, healthy conversations sex, Katie Robert. If you want actual proper bisexual, polysexual, polyamory, what have you, Katie Robert. Okay. Because that's the other thing with these authors is they keep telling us these characters are gay, are bi, or whatever, and then doesn't actually give us that. The closest we get is Isaac has a threesome. And it's um, not on the pages. What's her face? Uh, Winnie. Winnie Baker, as they always call her. Yeah. I mean, she. there's the scene in the strip club where she is finding the women attractive. Again, it... it but it's like, does she need to make out with a woman to prove that she's no, bi? I mean, no, like, she doesn't have to make out with a woman to prove that she's bi. I'm just saying if people want to see positive yeah, representation, that's a better option. Yeah. So... Yeah. But are we good to rate plots so we continue on? Yeah, one. Wow, Sarah. Sarah gave it a one in plot. I didn't bring my phone. Nope. So I don't have my, my thing. I was Did really counting on you to have the charts, okay. and now I'm going to have to put it up just to stack yeah, on your computer, and then computer. we have to like bend all the other chairs. As we whine, it's on your computer. <laughs> I need it to come this way. Uh, okay, so no, it was not. You're, I think it's fine. She okay. talks really loud. Okay. She too. Was your rea that reaction to this thing negative? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Was it dull overall or genuinely unpleasant? I'm going to go with just kind of sucks. So what's at the bottom of just kind of sucks? It's three. Yeah. Yep, three. <laughs> I've used three, but in the past. Let's see here. Kim gave it a three. So wait, did she say that it was just kind of dull and not genuinely unpleasant? Yeah, I yeah. said so just kind of dull. I didn't find it genuinely unpleasant. Um, Definitely. A lot of it You had, did. <laughs> yeah. I, you have the text proof. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I was physically uncomfortable. Like, that doesn't happen very often. I give it a five from nine. I, I also skimmed I, some of the sex, so... I read it twice, so, like, I didn't... Did brave. you want to revisit, though? Or did we push you into the revisit? You didn't push me into the revisit. Okay. But, like... Okay. It, I knew it was coming. I listened to it on double and a half speed. I was perfectly fine listening to it again. It just wasn't, like, my favorite thing ever. I definitely liked the first one. But I did get to the end of it and thought, okay, if they make one next year. If they ever tell Isaac's story, then yes, I'm going to read it. Do, do, he's the only one I'm interested in. No. I, oh, yeah, I, I, I don't want anybody funny. else. Oh, I want Isaac. Yeah. I, I, I just like, I, I'm willing to give this a potential chance again. But I'm I am concerned that because they've. What? God, what if they saw that? I know. She saw it, so it's got to be cleaned up. Anyway, is it still there? I don't even see. Um, 
now that we've removed the thing off my face, which was just dry skin, um, we can move forward. Okay. Main characters. They sucked. Winnie and Callum. No, no, no. It was Winnie Baker. He I called her Winnie Baker. Oh, no, no. oh you were saying it was just Winnie Baker. You were saying it was Winnie <laughs> oh, Baker yeah, and yeah, Callum. No, Winnie Baker okay. and Callum. Okay. The main character. Is it Callum or Callum? I gotta know now. You Callum. listen to him. It's oh, Callum. Callum. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, I needed it to make sense to me. Yeah. Because Callum. Callum was in my head, so. Callum is how I read it, so that's okay. probably how I'll keep mispronouncing okay. it. So we'll start with Winnie Baker. What were your guys' thoughts on it? Uh, first of all, they said Winnie Baker a lot. Did anyone else like start thinking of her as Winnie Bago? No, but I like that. <laughs> I will never be able to read it without hearing that again. It's like, Not that I'm going to read like, it again, but like something else. And then finally, it made the connection, and that was that. Um, I don't know why they kept calling her Winnie Baker. Because I think it's, we, I, it was supposed to be on the level of like people don't say Shirley; they sure say Shirley Temple, which is a drink. It's actually an actress. Yeah, but how often do they actually talk about the person? Did they call her Shirley Temple all the time? Yes. Okay, well, I yes. Judy Garland is the same way. People don't just say that is true. Judy. They say Judy, Judy Garland. But when they talk to her directly, after I don't know. fucking her, I, it's not are they like, like, after fucking her? Well, <laughs> they okay. might. They might. Fortunately, they may have. She did yeah. not. Ha- she had a lot of abuse. Yeah. Um, so I think it was also to, and, and this goes along the same lines, to emphasize she was a previous child star. When people reach, it's like there's either one name stars or there's two name stars. If you're if you're that iconic of a star, you're either a one name star or a two name star where people always say your first and last name or they like Madonna is Madonna. Madonna has a last name. I have no clue what Madonna's last name is. Um or you're Taylor Swift. Yeah. They don't say Taylor. They may say T Swift, but Yeah. So she's they were trying to say that she is to her. Yeah, that's where it was annoying. Because yeah. he always called her Winnie Baker to her face. But part of it is they were infantilizing her throughout mm-hmm. the entire book. Mm-hmm. Even Callum was infantilizing her. Mm-hmm. Until she got pregnant. And then, no, no, he, he still, still called her Winnie Baker. No, he was well, still yeah. infantilizing her, though. Yeah. It's not a healthy relationship. No. But yeah, no, I think it's to emphasize the infantilization and also to emphasize that she was iconic for her previous image. Yep. I just didn't like it. Yeah. Annoying. Yeah. And then as far as a character, I just felt bad for her. Yeah. Because, like, it just... I don't know. And I think for me, it is the whole, she was just finally having her sexual awakening, figuring out who she's going to be, and then she had to get pregnant. Which, like, backslid every sense of that progression. Not because you can't be sexually awakened and also have a child, but because it, it didn't allow, or we were given at the beginning this idea that she needed to find herself. She needed to figure out who she was outside of what her parents had created and what her relationship had been. And just as she's on the cusp of, like, okay, this is who I'm going to be, and maybe I'm falling in love again, maybe I can feel secure in myself, she gets pregnant. Well, that's because they had to put conflict in there. They had to have a reason for those two to separate so that they could bring them back together. Yeah, and so it just, like, 
I feel like for me that completely and utterly demolished any right because she's not gonna have an identity now because once once yeah she's not she's not as someone who's actually had children the next process after if you're lucky you learn as a woman to be somebody outside of your children yeah and it's hard to do Mm -hmm. because society puts you there your relationship with your children puts you there your relationship with your husband puts you there it is hard to do um and if you're lucky, you get there. You find yeah. a way to go, okay, I still have a life. I'm yeah. still me. I am not just their maid, their mm-hmm. servant, their caretaker, their their fixer of problems. Um, so she is going to go from, yeah, she's, she's going to have a difficult road ahead because yeah. she, she didn't know herself. And even even when her parents came back and she she fell into that almost immediately, mm-hmm. that's going to be an ongoing issue. Yeah. So yeah, I just I felt bad for her. There yeah. there was no strong character development, and I can recognize that part of my desire for that is I did like her. Yeah. I I did enjoy. I don't know if enjoy it. I was curious about her trying to figure out how to step away from religion that she didn't necessarily want to give up and a career that she didn't necessarily want to give up, but she had to figure out how to do it better. The other thing is I was actually really curious about about the narcolepsy and they just kind of... <laughs> that is my one note on the book. Yeah. I My note was we are 50% of into the book and this is her first bout of narcolepsy yeah it's like why was this such a thing and it's oh she takes medicine she takes medicine it's like okay but, but she like, was never tired yeah it, it literally took and because i looked because i have yeah. my little percentages where are we at it was like 48 percent, 49 percent. so she 50%. was pregnant at that time though wasn't she mm-hmm. no and i don't think just, so not quite she, no she didn't know she was pregnant yeah, right Steve, right right the narcolepsy was supposed to just ma- mask that whole what's going on yeah 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 well as soon as the, as soon as she started falling into oh my narcolepsy is flaring up i'm like oh no she's pregnant she's pregnant she's pregnant yeah it was yeah. only used to explain how they got the picture in the first place because she was mm-hmm. tired yeah. so she felt like you can't just have a character that was tired yeah, yeah. and needed and, like, to sleep after partying like, no, all night long and then yeah the narcolepsy was what was making her tired oh just kidding she's pregnant the only times it was relevant. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, that that kind of disappointed me. I don't even think Callum knew she was narcoleptic. It was never addressed in the end. I'm like, are you not going to tell him you have a major condition here? Is he not going to wonder why it is? But he's going to say it's because she's pregnant. And, he, yeah. and, and then he's going to take, and that's the other thing is he's going to take on all the responsibility of this child and she hasn't yet told him, um, hey, by the way, there's a major component of raising this baby. I have narcolepsy you're going to have to take on more of a responsibility in raising this kid than typically happens. There's no 50-50 here. No. If she has narcolepsy, and I say if because we don't see anything of this, maybe she was just told she had narcolepsy. Uh, I know. Yeah, I'm just saying there was no evidence of narcolepsy in this entire it story. It doesn't play a role. Yeah, really. yeah. yeah. So that, that was my disappointment with Wendy is I feel like there was a lot of potential set up. And the things that could have made her interesting were kind of just like laid out for us and then just left there. Yeah. Um. And then there is Callum. 
And again, there was a lot of potential there that I feel like was just laid out and left to be. Because I was like, oh, he was Jewish. And he's making a Christmas movie. And he's had a sex tape. And he has this big family with these expectations. And it just kind of... They didn't like that he was making the movie and then that's never addressed once yeah, the baby yeah. thing comes around. Yeah. I just realized that. I was like, yeah. wait a second. That was the whole thing at the start. And even even with Topher... The nephew. The nephew. Okay, I was like, who the fuck is Topher? Oh, yeah, that's right. There wasn't, like, any actual resolution. It was just kind of like that, hey, I'm having a child. And then, okay, we'll figure this out. We're all good. Yeah. Like, him having a child was the solution for his family. Well, and that's the other thing I was going to say, because as you said, and as we were talking about this, is they have, the writers have set this baby up to fix all the problems. Mm -hmm. And that is such an unfair thing to a child mm -hmm. this ch and, these, and this child isn't just fixing mom's issues or dad's issues this child is fi fixing the entire family's issues and, and a cause oh god grace i know i was like are you fucking kidding me yeah oh. and then causing actually increased conflict with also part of the family. Yeah. This child's in a bad, bad the parents situation. Parents don't even know each other. Yeah. Really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like all they mm -hmm. have done. Oh, what? It, overall, it's been what? It was six weeks. Because mm -hmm. there was four weeks in Christmas Notch the first time, and then they go back to Christmas Notch the second time. So there's seven, like nine months seven, because yeah. the baby's born. Yeah. It's, nine in, months, in total, yeah. it's a nine month relationship. But we don't see a big chunk of that. We just yeah. see the part where there's you know hooking four, up. Four, three, finally. Yeah. Yeah. So what we see is seven weeks in a day. Yeah. And then while they're in LA together, they're they're not seeing each other constantly. Yeah, they're no. not they're not they're yeah. like setting up his world and she's doing nothing but being pregnant. She does nothing. Yeah. Like the only time they actually have like a meaningful interaction is when he's making her the pizza. Yeah. In that place. yeah. And that's like that's not even that much of a interaction, but it's like that's the only time when they're just and they I, don't end up just fucking each other. And it was the one time in this entire book that we see them, one of them, actually showing their skill. Mm -hmm. Do we see her act? Yes, but it's Not all about... Really. No, yeah. that's, that's what I was going to say. It's all about... Only when she's, she's bad at it. Yeah, because yeah, because she, she's uncomfortable with the sex scene. She's never had an orgasm before. But then we get to see him actually be a caring person and mm -hmm. actually make a great pizza. Oh, there's a reason why you open slice, slice, baby, even though through the entire book, it's just because, you know, Callum's just, he's just a lazy, you know, basically a surfer dude from Kansas City, you know, yeah. that, that he's the stereotype. That's how they treat him, but it's like, he has multiple businesses. It, yeah, I know. It's so, it's just like, why does everyone talk to him like this? He is a businessman. Yeah. And, and successfully part of a band that is supposed to have been very successful yeah oh i got tired of hearing all about the um he he was the he was the lesser one and i know that was his thoughts that yeah. was his problems but um yeah and then the whole because he's a bigger guy he's got a dad bod it's like you know oh just God, because you the word soft one more time <laughs> really? ask him what her her issue was i don't remember which issue the body hair oh God. and the petting of him oh, while she Okay. Let's just say there are certain people and it's it's not I don't care how good looking they would have been. I don't care how great their personality would have been if they had had body hair. 
Um, it would have, <laughs> it would have been a no go. It, it would have been an absolute no go. I, I, yeah, no, I, mm, mm, it's a thing. It's a thing. What's the opposite of fetish? <laughs> a repulsion? I don't know. Yeah. I turn off. Probably. I turn off. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> and then wiping the fluids out of his beard. I almost hurled. It's I gonna make you right now. I know it's it's gross. I'm like, tell me you took a shower after that. Please write that sentence into this book. I need to know he went and washed his face. I have to know, and it didn't happen. <laughs> Probably still walking around learning a lot about beard. my father than they ever wanted to. <laughs> I was well, thinking he just ahead, he doesn't, 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 doesn't have a lot of body hair. He doesn't have a lot of body hair. Not a lot. Along those lines goes on when the beard's there. That's his choice, not mine. <laughs> and so we'll leave it at that for Sarah. It's beat red right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's go ahead and rate these characters. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, what are your... Oh, yeah. Sorry. We need the chart. <laughs> they have, like, hovered in on me. I also just want to mention, too, that I feel like Callum for some reason, was really attacked by the female characters in this book. Yes. Reasons I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like when I texted you, why was he in trouble for having oh. sex with the lady with the boyfriend? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. she didn't tell him she had a boyfriend. Yeah. And yeah. She was the victim. She, yeah. He it's was like, the victim. How she was the dare you break up her engagement party by having sex with her? He's like, I didn't know she had a boyfriend. Yeah. And they didn't listen to her. Yes. Oh, anyway. So who's going first? I'll go first. So I actually... On the base level, like them as characters. So we're going to okay. go yes on that one. Uh, did you like it enough to revisit? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> was it cohesive or were... No, was not cohesive. Parts did not work. Five. Okay. So Kim gives us five. Dara, do I need to get you to the top of the chart or you know you your numbers? Because okay. she needs to go no at the beginning. <laughs> no? I think, like, at the very beginning, I kind of liked Winnie. And then okay. I was like, it would be interesting if she was actually aced and she just didn't know it. But they didn't do that. Oh, and no. she was just repressed and, you know, whatever. Um, so, no, I didn't like them. Uh, yes, it was negative. It just kind of sucked, though. So okay. A three. I gotta go with the five, because I do think the cohesion is lacking in it for those characters. So I give it a five. I mean, I do have to be careful and make sure I give it more points than Iron Claim. <laughs> okay. What other than that? I can go as low as I want. <laughs> Secondary characters. What there, secondary characters? I was going to say, yes, well, they were there. Teddy at the beginning and at the very end. I hate what? those chapters. The opening and oh, closing Teddy. chapter. Yeah, they were fun in the first book because it was like he was in the book more. And it was like, oh, look, he's having like some connection with that agent person. Now it's like, who is this fucker? Like, who even cares? Right. Doesn't have any... Okay. I I'm went to gonna... you. I went to you and said, if this book is about this fucking producer, I'm going to be so pissed. And that's when you reminded me they did the opening and the closing chapters. Um, mm, no. So, I, I like the Teddy chapters because I mean, compared to the chapters that we got in this book. Well, sure. yeah, we don't ever have to actually engage in his sex life. I, yeah. I I'm okay with that. I it's referenced, but but we have to have it described to us. He in has detail. a mustache, though, so like. Ooh. I also like the fact that it is probably the healthiest representation at all in the fact that we're taking someone who is just to be a guy who makes pornos and showing that 
He's not just a guy who makes pornos. He actually has a caring personality and his but we star level that in the first book. We get a reminder of that. We get a reminder that he is a father this time. And at the end, we get a reminder that just because he is a producer of porn stars and a father doesn't mean that he doesn't have the right to be like, I want to be loved too. So I, I actually, yeah, I, 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 I liked the fact that it's not something you get in a lot of books. Let's, let's be honest. There aren't a lot of books where, care, but. there aren't a lot of books where we get a man who is being vulnerable, honest, and just trying to be helpful to those around them. And really doesn't have like any negative qualities to him so i like them they make me smile when i get to the end of it because i'm like oh you you're doing good teddy you are getting some of the weirdest people around you and you are making them work and succeed for you and i just want you to have a happy ending porn star producers no not porn film producers they have a heart of gold that that's the <laughs> usually they're depicted as sleazy and I scummy know. and even in the first i mean i like it, teddy but yeah I don't, it's just kind of i don't like, know if he's bringing much to the table anymore i think i think the reason why it worked in the first book and hasn't didn't work so much for me in this book was in the first book we got the introductory chapter and then we got those two characters interacting with each other mm -hmm. and then they hooked up cool then we get the introductory chapter and of this book and it's oh i wish i could see her i wish i could see her i wish i could see her okay fine that's cool then they have what maybe one very short interaction and the agent leaves mm -hmm. almost immediately and then we get the ending chapter we should have had them woven throughout the book in this one, just like they, they did in the last pop one. Up, but it's like, again, all the side characters are just so far in the background that it doesn't really matter. They are, yeah. they are deep in the background in this book. They're just names, say, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, we get like references to what's going on to them. We don't really see, I think the closest we get is Pearl and Gretchen actually interact with Callum and Winnie on a more regular basis than previous in the previous book and then there is jack and the dog there's also luca who i feel like was in the first but, book but i can't remember them and in this one we're just told what's happening in luca yeah, exactly it's like even luca which is too bad because i like luca in the first that's what i kind of remember i was like yeah. i can't remember anything about this guy and now the fact that we're not getting anything like it just he doesn't matter anymore and same with sunny it's like mm -hmm. i remember she was in the first book and i it think i remember like her. okay so if i remember so luca and jack are together no, no angel no. angel Oh, okay. Who so is then we didn't apparently get any the interaction. Son? Yeah. Hetty's son. Yeah. yeah. But he was in like Italy or something during so this book. In the first no, in the first book he was one of the cameramen. Him and Luca hurt hook up. He is now in Italy and Luca is typically in Italy with him, but Luca came back to do this movie. Why did you say no? I said he was in Italy during the book. And oh, there. I thought you said the first book, not no, this book. No, sorry. Book. This one. <laughs> You're like, I no, he was in Italy. And then no. I proceeded to tell you how exactly <laughs> right you were. I, I'm sorry, I misheard you. I thought okay. you said the first book, okay. and I was saying no. Shit, man, I don't remember the first book. Yeah. yeah, he was the cameraman in the first book, and we're just told that their relationship is going well. I actually would have liked to continue to see that relationship. Well, there was the novella. The 1.5 or whatever oh, that's I, on goodreads i haven't I read it but it yeah. seems like oh. it's about them oh okay so i didn't even know i thought it was about isaac so i just i was clicking the series yeah. to see if there was a third book announced for mm -hmm. who it was going to be and i was like oh there's 1.5 and i was like oh i think that's luca and angel or whatever oh, okay um but we're 
told how Luca's life's going. Like, literally, it's conversations where he's just telling them. Yeah. Um, but I was disappointed. And then, yeah, Sunny, it's, she just comes in to be supportive to Winnie. And I think, I think the big failing on this is they took Winnie and Callum, and other than Callum's connection to Ink, and Winnie, I thought, had a connection to Gretchen, but now they're acting like they really didn't know each other all that much. You're pulling names out that I don't remember. Gretchen was the director. Oh, no, Winnie didn't have any connection to the director. In the first book, they implied that Winnie and Gretchen were child stars together and knew each other. Oh. In this book, it became, like, much more... Well, I think I think it just comes down to it. All of the secondary characters were plot devices in this book. Yeah, well, and, and they didn't have emotional stakes to the characters. Right. They they were, were in just, the first book, they had connections yeah. to be or... I can't remember his name suddenly. They were just conversational partners that the main characters could talk to without having to start fucking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were plot devices. Yeah. They were used to shift... Same with Nolan and B. They yeah, are yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they talk to Calum and Winnie, and then they are not there. And yep. Colum was an ass, or Nolan, not Colum. I just combined those Colum. two. <laughs> Colum. Nolan was an ass in this book. I don't remember him being an ass in the last book. Why was he an ass in this? He just talked to Colum like he was an infant. Calum. Calum, whatever. Calum. We have three different pronunciations. <laughs> he just, All I'm hearing is Colum. Colum. He just Gordon. talked to him like he was an infant. But okay, so that's kind of interesting because, and in the audiobook, it's more playful. And I, I'm wondering if, because I can't remember how I read it the first time when I wasn't listening to the audiobook. But in the audiobook, it's more of a playful banter thing. But that might have been the voice acting. It's still talking to him like he's an infant a play banter is fine and fine i don't remember any of their conversations so i yeah, don't have any he just there's a couple of jokes about how it came on out and then who was the person that randomly came up to winnie and said that Kalem was completely incapable of a permanent relationship was that gretchen yes yes how how would she know because he used to you know have sex with bridesmaids with no strings attached, because no, it's because that's a bad thing. But if Winnie wants to have sex and explore her sensuality, it's fine. Yeah. Well, no. So what it is is you don't need to defend it, Amber. It's okay. <laughs> no, because it it did annoy me. Is because they had Gretchen expressing basically that other than Isaac, all of the Ink Boys are not capable of committing or being mature men. Um. However, Gretchen had already been disproved this by. Nolan. Nolan. And, like, why would she assume that about... It, and, and, again, it comes back to, to plot make, devices. Yes, to she make, was there so just she to freaks out. give Winnie an out. An out. A, a, yeah. a, 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 I'm uncertain about this, so I'm going to run the other way. Even yeah. though everything, column, whatever the fuck his name is, I don't know what it is now, um, everything he column. proved up until that point was that he was capable of being caring. To, to yeah, and he like her. wants to try. So it's like I mean, like the first time they have sex, she's like, "Oh, he just left. I, you know, I probably should have finished him off too." You know, which she didn't say it that way, but that's what the implication was. But he left. Yeah. 
And then they have sex again, and she's like, hey, what about... And he's like, no, it's okay, I'm good. I just went in there and jerked off, it's all right. Yeah, by, uh, yeah. I'm not here for my gratification, we're trying but to keep so, you gratification. Yeah, and every... Every piece of evidence she got was that he's a good guy. And it's, yeah. it's, oh, but what, then he gets drunk at that party, you know, the 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 rap party. party. How oh, dare he get drunk? That and then me off. and then he's that like trying this... to kind of reassure her so she's not freaking out, yeah. right? But he's like, you're not taking this seriously. Oh my god, he doesn't care. Oh, he's not very strong. Another proof that she did not tell him about her narcolepsy. Yeah, because she's tired and she wants to go back yeah. because she's yeah. tired and the pregnancy's making tired. But instead of saying, "Hey, hey Callum." I should have told you this, but I have narcolepsy. And and I'm having a bad reaction to the pregnancy. For my sake, I need to go back. And so she's like, oh, no, he's having fun, so I won't say anything. And then something happens to him, and something happens to her, and she panics. But she didn't communicate with him, and it's... it's... Are we going to have another lecture on BDSM? No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's the miscommunication trope without any resolution. Right. And if if you're going to use the miscommunication trope, and if you were going to use your secondary characters to further miscommunication trope, you have to resolve it at some point. And it never, yeah. The baby is going to take care of it. Yeah. Grace. Grace. Heat. When the baby is the solution. Yeah. Children are not the solution. Yep. Nope. They are a choice you make, but you still have to resolve things yep otherwise you're just putting too much shit on that poor kid because that poor kid's got to grow up in this life and be the resolution for the rest of its ex- yeah. existence okay, you're gonna have more kids so yeah i'm sure that'll they make it all better kids the yeah problem. yeah that always makes bury it okay. so secondary characters one. Oh, one. One. They were terrible. Okay. Oh, I thought you had one more point to make. No. Oh, that's me. You guys, every time I do that, I maybe I just need to stop putting the number up because every single time it's like, Kim's got something to say. Did you need the chart? I think I do. Okay. It's like, I don't think that they hurt me. You know who we didn't talk about was Isaac as a secondary character. It, he doesn't matter. Resum. But again. He's only there to set up the next he is book, the, probably. Actually, I would say he is the ultimate plot device because he comes in as the rich man providing the means to escape Christmas mm-hmm. Notch. He he is the ultimate plot device. I, oh. mm. He did it in the last book. Mm-hmm. He's doing it in this book. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Anyway, that's what I want to say about him, and that's why it hurts me. That's why it <laughs> gets a one. Really want to like I do. I do. I think he has the most interesting story. We didn't even talk about Addison. Which one's Addison? Addison is uh, clearly uh, a repressed lesbian. And eventually, she's going to go on her her Winnie's friend in the she, beginning. Like oh. I think that's actually the next book. Because I think it's going to be instead oh, of a no. Christmas Notch movie, I think it's going to be Addison's cruise, and Sonny's going to go on the cruise as her stylist. Or no, no, sorry, Isaac's bodyguard is going to go on the cruise, and the two of them are going to hook up. Yeah, the butch bodyguard. Mm. That's totally what's going to happen there. Like full stop. We're going to find out the reason why Addison has no desire to have any kind of significant relationship is because she is very religious, represents a very, very religious lifestyle, and is gay. Mm. Well, I'm sure they'll handle that plot line with Grace. Yeah, Ooh, I'm sure. Actually, I'm sure huh? Grace will appear. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is, you know. Well, I guess they could, they, could, they could get everybody on the boat. Or, Especially you know, since Isaac is now, like, not hiding as much as he was. Conveniently. He's just living in Christmas Notch now in the mansion. It's so weird. Okay. What do you rate it? Uh, I'm still, oof. 
it's I don't know. I think it just kind of sucked as well. Because I think that's what I gave for the main characters. And I don't think they were worse than the main characters. Yeah. They I'm, were all just a big slurry of... Like, I agree with you. At three, it's just... Yeah. Main secondary characters have nothing. I'm oh, doing it in comparison to the other book, and they were handled so well in the other book. <laughs> I don't really know how much you guys hate the plausibility in this. I thought it was very plausible. Are we sure this isn't just based off a true story? I hate I mean, at plausibility. Least, at least there was a recognition that sex involves bodily fluids. Hmm. Why do we need that? In <laughs> case kids don't know, now they do. They shouldn't be reading this book. <laughs> Mommies need to put this book on the high shelf. Since the woman that let me read Flowers in the Attic. How much bodily fluid was in that one? Absolutely zero. Incest. I don't. It's but all like incest. Was there a lot of like bodily? No, there was the no sex descriptions in it. They just go. had sex. It wasn't even fade to black. It was just they had sex. Is that the line? No, no. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't read Flowers in the Attic since I was the age she read Flowers in the Attic at. So. But anyway, I don't remember telling you you could read. I I remember you asking about. I didn't tell you actively you should read this book when you asked to read it i didn't I, say no I, I saw it on your bookshelf and i said can i read that and one? i said fine yeah. that that isn't me At telling you like 14 uh, you weren't even a kid then you were a teenager anyway you're making me sound no i i don't care it's not a horror it's okay is it a good book no i've read it again since then probably when you read are it are we talking about flowers in the yeah, yeah yeah that's what we were talking about no anyway so we'll go back to this book because yeah we don't need to go into that digression um it's all very sitcom-y plausibility plausibility yeah it's it's a it's a romance story it's fine it's i mean again there's the magical narcolepsy which only yeah appears yeah. when convenient and even then it only actually appears in the beginning as referenced in the past yeah and then I guess technically it is making her more tired as she's pregnant, but she's also pregnant, so. Yeah, it's it, there's just n n no so, representation of it at all, but anyway. There's only one plausible defense I will give, and that is the fact that I did appreciate that they at least had a intimacy coordinator on the movie. Yeah, but then they had to do the slapstick with it and have the um, the the banana hammock i can't remember what they called it stick to the, the, the pubic hair pouch. the pickle pouch stick to the pubic hair i'm sure it actually happens no, but it's, yeah, written, yeah. it's written for comedy and it's like yes but like, that that demeans um, the plausibility that are the 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 um represent what word I don't it's not representation. It's not representation. It, it, the the fact that this, that, that this is an important thing on sets. It's a very important thing on, on sets. So I will say, because there's this one intimacy coordinator who I come across on TikTok. And actually, after reading that, like two days later, she posted about the issue of pubic hair and yeah. protection barriers. Um, and she did say it's kind of funny it's kind of awkward it 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 just is i know but so, that's just, real life yes this is a story and this is the first time because they didn't talk about intimacy uh coordinators in the first book yeah well the first book wasn't a softcore porn yeah right it was a family-friendly film right but even in kissing scenes 
Oh. Even at that level, if they're going to kiss on film, they should have an there's intimacy. A, yeah. should be an intimacy coordinator there. I just I'm just saying I appreciated the fact that they actually addressed it. it. I just wish they would have addressed it maturely instead of just having these two stars get together and have sex all over the place. Yeah, and they they even addressed. But that is what happened. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I will say was I will also appreciate the fact that when the cast or when the, one of the crew members made a comment about. Winnie's attempt at filming an orgasm, they kicked that guy off the set. Yes. There was a recognition that this is a vulnerable space that these two are going mm-hmm. into. And in order for it to be healthy and successful, everyone in the production needs to be aware of how those sets are handled. And yet, at the same time... I'm just giving it... I know. The one thing that I could say I could appreciate in the plausibility is the recognition that this kind of movie right. would need that. Yes. Okay. I'll uh, we'll 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 concede that point. I don't say it's the greatest representation of it. I'm just saying, hey, I'm glad they included that. So I will say they had a lot of potential for it's just like me talking about in the beginning, her teaching herself how to have mm-hmm. an orgasm and they failed on that. I am saying yes, they had the intimacy coordinator, but they failed on that also. I'm just trying to throw I know. a bone. Yeah, there's there's no bones to be had. Well, there's a lot of bones to be had. Okay, uh, Kim, do you need the chart for yes, plausibility, yes. or did it hurt you and you want a one? I don't want a one. I don't think it... it, it we'll go with a four. I don't remember what the up there is that I would then talk Was myself into a Just three. dull overall or genuinely unpleasant for plausibility. Well, she said four, right? Four. It would have to go up to here. So. What was your net reaction to this thing negative? No. Yes. Your net yes, reaction yes, was negative. negative. Was it just kind of sucked or it hurt me? Yeah, actually, it kind of hurt me. Okay. Two. Did it have any redeeming Two. plot sections? Okay. <laughs> Sarah, working through that, what's your number? Could you go back to the chart? <laughs> Are you warming yourself up on my computer I battery? Wish. It is not warm enough. It's like <laughs> mildly warm, but it was like, oh, it's kind of like a lukewarm pillow, I guess. Could you scroll up a little bit? Oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was positive. So I'm going to go with the four. A four? Okay. I was actually pretty indifferent to the plausibility. Okay. Like, I guess if you get people dumb enough, this is something that could happen. Ronan, enough. I give it a four too, though. Oh my gosh, we're I we're having the same numbers. That's weird. I know. The ending. <laughs> grace. Grace, grace, grace. I hate everything. The child saving yeah. the relationship. I just I hate it. I hate pregnancy tropes. I don't enjoy them. I don't like so to clarify, as far as pregnancy trope, you mean a surprise pregnancy coming into a, a relationship in a story? Because I want to clarify between a story that's written with pregnancy as a maybe a plot point in, in it, so you know it's coming. It's not even surprise pregnancy. I, so I'm trying to think. One of the... Sarah J. Mass short story books focuses on pregnancy. And I I did not enjoy that. And that was like the primary focus of that story was the pregnancy. Sure was. 
And it wasn't a surprise. But this was a surprise. I just, like... When pregnancy is the focus, or what it revolves around, you don't particularly like it? I don't like when the pregnancy is the solution. Where there is no significant development because it's just going to be resolved because the baby is now here. Okay. Okay. There that that actually defines it for me. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's I mean it also like... hijacks the female characters. Yeah. Um whatever's going on with her, like her story, her development, it all just and then it's just baby. Yeah, yeah. they become yeah. a hard stop. And I hate that because women aren't a hard stop after they're having a child. Does it change things? Yes. Does their focus change? Yes. But they don't just cease existing. So I have a question. Did they have on paper sex after? Yeah. Or when she Mm -hmm. was pregnant, not after After the baby was born, because we only saw that for like No, I meant after it was announced she was pregnant, but it was only once, right? Because it seems like in part one, it was constant sex. In part two, it was maybe once. And I don't think he knew yet. No, no, no. She said... I'm already pregnant, so it's not oh, yeah, like you right. get me pregnant again. Right. And then he did. But it wasn't described out like the other ones were. No. Okay. So that's that's my problem with it, is you, you don't cease to be a sexual being because you're pregnant. And in yeah. fact, for a lot of women, during the middle trimester, it is like the hormones are through the roof and the desire is through the roof. Yeah. I've um, read that in a lot of fanfic. Yeah. You, you, you've seen that before, <laughs> have you? Um, and, and it's, it's, it's a thing. And they, that was just kind of glossed over on this one. Yeah. So yeah, it just, I don't, these were two different books. It That's was, what I was, was saying. That's yeah. What it's it, saying it, it was, time. these were definitely two different books. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't love the ending. No. It was fine. It was glossy. I think the only thing I actually enjoyed about it was getting to watch Callum set up the new location. Yeah. I enjoyed However, I want to know where in all of L.A. they have a large enough beer garden in the back of a a strip mall, because he literally described it as a strip mall, that you could put a playground area multiple seating because i'm picturing what would be realistic for la and it's mm-hmm. small you don't have a playground and it's smaller than this kitchen two tables yes yeah like like this not that, area not that, that people can see this kitchen but yeah, yeah no no it's, it's, it's like you can get like three tables and and there's no way that kind of space is going to be um they didn't get specific to LA, but I kind of know where these areas are. There's no way you're getting enough space that they're going because typically your back alleys are used for delivery. Mm-hmm. Now they did describe that the delivery was in the front, but mm-hmm. you know this is not how strip malls are designed. You they don't they are not designed. They're literally a strip mall because the strip of stores goes along. Excuse the me, exterior. we're talking about the ending, not plausibility. <laughs> okay, so we'll toss that yes. back to plausibility. But they're designed. They're designed so that the strip of the stores is to the outside of the property, and then you come in, and then you can just walk around to the different stores, and you park to the center. 
you're not going to have a freaking beer garden in the back behind these, maybe to the front, but that's not what was described. Or on a roof. Or on the, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It, but I just, I was trying, I'm trying to give this some positives here. And I just, I, I did enjoy that part, but no, I didn't like the ending. Mm-hmm. The ending for me was a two. Like, I'm not even going to pretend it was a two. I'll say three for me. It it didn't hurt me, so. Can I go back to the chart? Once I put in our numbers. <laughs> My dog is so unhappy. He hasn't started howling yet, so. I now mean, that you said that. With the saying, the words. Did you need me to go higher, or was this about where? It was very indifferent. Um, so it just kind of. Started. I guess it would just be four. No, because three is negative, and it's okay. like I didn't have intensely negative reaction. Okay. I was just four. like, okay, we're done. Good. Close the book. Except no, we have to read the Teddy chapter, then we close the book. Yeah. I would have been so... Never mind. I'll leave it at that. Mechanics. Well, they sucked. Did they? The mechanics no. would be like the plot. You know, how did they use the plot? No, no, no. This is no, more mechanics. like structuring of the writing and stuff. How they wrote it. Oh, I think of that as the style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, Amber. Yeah. What the fuck would style be then? If not like how they... Like, like the voice. The voice of the writer, not necessarily. Is that not like how they do their prose and stuff like that? Like No. Okay, well, I think of mechanics more of did they write funky sentences and and yeah and like are all all their sentences the same structure and and all of that okay it's recording yes mechanics i it was okay it was fine i mean yeah if we're talking about like the prose i do actually like how they write their their stuff like i find it entertaining and fun to read I find her dialogue decent. I don't feel like there. that. Oh, the authors. There's two authors there. Oh, sorry. I'm like, there what? What are you uh, talking to me about? Um, the, the dialogue works really well. It it doesn't feel as clunky to me as as a lot of and dialogue. And I would say their writing blended a little bit better in this one. I felt less like I was clearly reading two, two writers, writers. Yeah. writing two yeah. different characters together. Just, yeah, all so. the content just sucked. Yeah, but like their style. Or the mechanics, I guess. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Do you need to pause again? No. Which is why this book was still, like, I didn't enjoy the book. And, like, I, when I texted you, it was invoking a physical reaction of just, like, disgust while trying to read it. But um, it was still better than, like, Iron Flame, which was just the dullest sort yeah. of thing to read. And yeah, it just, wasn't a dull read. It, yeah. It, it just, yeah, you you have to want... Um, to read that type of a story in order for it to to work. Yeah. And that just Yeah. Was not the case. No. Okay. So what do you rate it, Sarah? Uh could you go back to the chart real fast? I think in the five parts didn't work or it was cohesive. I mean if we're only looking at like the style of their writing and not the actual content, I will give it cohesive, like six. So six? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go with six also. Me too. But I do wanna make it very clear to people listening that is not referencing the content at all. Yeah, no. <laughs> I I think that has been clear enough so far. <laughs> Predictability. It that was painfully it was, predictable. Yeah, I was gonna say the predictability was painful, like it took all the predictions of the pregnancy trope and the romance arc and like smash them together in uncomfortable unpleasant like 
you knew where it was going, when it was going, and how it was going. And I, even at the end, I was like, these two are going to end up together. There's just like, I didn't, there was no predictability. There was no moment where I went, what? oh my God, oh no, this may not work out. I almost would have been happier if they just continue to do the, we're going to raise this child jointly, but not end up together. Yeah. I mean, but, but like that would kind of invalidate uh, Callum's whole thing where he's like, I'm the guy who never gets picked yeah. first. So it's like, so they have to end up together or else that remains an issue. Well, and that's where these two characters didn't have resolvable. Yeah. Well, they didn't have any stories. They didn't have a relationship. So no. it's like, they yeah. didn't have anything to go off of. A, like, that's also why it didn't matter because it's like, who cares? Yeah. See, assuming there were to be more books, I would have been okay with him being like, let's figure out how to have a healthy co-parenting. I even would have been happy with, let's live together to co-parent. And then a book or two down the road, we find out, hey, you know what? It's been a year or two. We've been raising Grace. We're finding we love each other. No. We are yeah. now going to give it a try. Yep. I would have been okay with that. But the whole, oh, I do love you and you love me. And it's like, this how? Is just whole, <laughs> you yeah. don't know yeah. each other. It was yeah. predictable and not in a pleasant way for me. So yep. I would give it a three. Yep. It didn't like massively hurt me, but I was not pleased with the predictability. I know. I'm, I'm... I'll give it a three, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, yeah. All of us. Teamwork. Agreeing on something. It's always the bad books. I mean, not all the time. I feel like there was one good book. For there's been a couple of them, but we usually don't have a lot to say when they're gone. Yeah. What's next? Readability. Well, oh, no. Sorry. Emotional reaction. Negative. Was my emotional reaction. I, we know. And physical. Physical and emotional. Okay. Um, Mine was just disappointment. I was extremely so disappointed. After yeah. I think Mary, Mary Little Meet Cute, that was such a fun book. And then yeah. it's just like, what is this? Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. I and particularly because like, I got the arc and I actually, because sometimes my arcs I don't get to quite as quickly as I would like to. But this one I was like, no, I'm going to read this. I want to make sure it's one that we're going to enjoy. I'm kind of looking forward to this. Why doesn't your computer get hot? Like, because it's new <laughs> and it's a gaming computer. It's It's got good fans in it. They can still get warm. <laughs> not warm enough. But I mean, it's not like you're doing enough. Okay, anyway, let's, yeah. let's, we've been talking for a long time. Yeah. So, emotional reaction for me was probably a three. It just kind of sucked. I think I have to go with one because it did hurt me. Okay. Do you need to see the chart? No, I'll, I'll be a three also. Okay. Readability. This is probably going to be high score. It was perfect. Well, okay. I did, did skim parts mine? of it. Yeah. Oh, one. okay. You did mine first. Then you did so mine. I did skim parts of this. The, the, the sex scenes were for me entirely too explicit. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. What um, about you, Miss? I read smut. Do you read smut? I read smut too, but it's mostly, what's the word for it? When you don't want to do something and you're being forced to. Rape? No, Lord, <laughs> non-consensual. <laughs> Again, that would that would be defined as rape. Are you talking about as a reader? Or yes, as a fucking <laughs> reader. Sarah's <laughs> being raped by the book she reads. Good Lord, no, that's what the back button is for. Get out of there. But um, uh, begrudgingly, I drink your water. Begrudgingly read them. Um, okay, I begrudgingly. I don't begrudgingly read them. I don't go looking for them. They just find me. <laughs> the look on your face. 
they're hunting me down. <laughs> Don't know how to stop it. Okay. So what have we talked about? about readability. readability. I think I've kind of like expressed why the smut is not readability for me in this. Is it's not it's not healthy representation. And I get like a part of it was trying to go for male plus size positivity on this but then when you reduce that man to something you pet and purr against oh is that really positive or yeah is that just like a weird it it was like this weird thing that they were trying to make him a dog and her a cat yeah it was it was weird and like (laughs) we shouldn't have interspecies sex here (laughs) i don't i don't know there were just moments in the sex where it was just like awkward the way he would talk to her the way she would respond to why did he have to call her baby all the time because you know we had to set up that eventually there was going to be a baby and yeah i don't like baby is a a nickname (sighs) it's thanks to boomers fuck boomers in fact there's literally a meme where it was like boomers are like why do you call everyone daddy and they're like because you call Call everyone everyone baby baby. yeah oh no i i that the third time he called her baby i thought shit this is going to be in the rest of the entire damn book yeah i just i don't know it's i've read such healthier stuff and i've even read like not healthier stuff that was still I'm better in terms of readability. So yeah, it, it's it's probably okay. Let's let me see the chart. Four. I need to go up. Yeah. And like my net reaction wasn't negative. It wasn't okay. positive, but it wasn't negative. Mine was so yes. It hurt me, or it just kind of sucked. It hurt you, Kim. Mm. It hurt you. You were. Not pleased, not happy, regularly expressed it. You both expressed discomfort. Well, I'm going to go with the two because I yeah. think mine was as low as, a, as Sarah's, and I think Sarah's going to go with the That's one. the thing. It's like I was definitely discomfited by all the sex stuff. Like that was hard to get through. But then, like the pros when they're just talking and like just other stuff is going on. That was and perfectly easy to read. Cardboard conversations. Yeah, I, I'm not saying they're meaningful. I'm just yeah. saying that it's easy to get through. You know, yeah. it really kind of makes like me sad because you're sitting there reading like pages of crap dialogue. Yeah, nothing's actually going anywhere. I, um, I I I feel sad for this book because I I really feel like it had the potential to be something more, and they just wanted to throw sex scene. After, I mean, they just went from one, literally one sex scene to the next. Until was, they stopped and yeah. tried to write a different book. Yeah. And, and Even when they're, because, you know, in the first one, we got the scenes where they were walking through yeah. Christmas Notch. And, and you know, and we were the getting the environment. Of yeah, we were realizing who each other is yeah. and what it means to each other and stuff. Yeah, no, it, it just, it missed the mark. Yep. And it's, even with the readability, it just... I mean, I would also give it a two because maybe okay. some stuff wasn't quite as bad as the rest of it, and that would be like yeah. again. Yeah. But I, I give it a four. So two, two, and four. Okay. So 
this is where I'm going to... What's the next section? Style. Defend them, which I was going to say is the style. I can tell this was the same writers as before. Yes. They are still... They were funny moments. There was still a clear environment. There was still body positivity going on. Attempts at it, positive body Well, no, because, like, even his body positivity wasn't strong. But Whitney Baker makes a comment how she wasn't as small as she used to be. And it wasn't... And then it's ignored. But, no, I mean, they, they mentioned her soft hips or yeah, soft breasts. As if, didn't, in the sense that, like, she's just a little rounder. Yeah, yeah. and soft i think i think i could have been more into her body positivity had there been an 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 address of how she maintained her previous all they did was say she started eating food we're not discussing we don't even actually know what she looks like now compared to before right right we just know that they didn't they didn't discuss the fact that okay yes now she's eating food but that means she was probably starving herself before i mean if she was a female child star then yeah so, so that wasn't really addressed. They, they addressed the outcome, not the actual problem. So in this case, what I find positive about Winnie's body positivity is we don't, we aren't ex- addressing it one extreme or the other. It was just simply she recognizes she doesn't look the same as she used to. She has a moment where, oh, maybe this is an issue for the kind of movie I'm about to do. And then she's like, oh, no, I am, I'm good. And, and that's that's the extent of it. Even when she's yeah. pregnant, she doesn't suddenly go, oh, my God, I'm putting on weight. She just exists in her body. Yeah. And I'm okay it, with it, that. It felt superficial to me. But that's fine. Yeah. yeah I, I, I hear what you're saying. It just felt really superficial. I don't care that much yeah. about these things, honestly. Yeah. Like, how much representation, especially when it's not something that's being advertised out, you know. I just meant in terms of style, okay. it fits with the previous book, where even B was never, like, overtly concerned or unconcerned with her body. She's just like, this is me, and some people like it, and some people don't. So I'm saying in terms yeah. of style, they have a clear style where they go, yes, does this character look like a normal human being? I would say that yes, I went into this book beautiful. and knew I was reading not just because it was the same location yeah. all that. I was reading the same writers. I was yeah. reading the same story they just kind of went too far on certain aspects of it so in terms of style i'm gonna give this a 10 it i like their style i am going to give them another chance they just happen to use tropes i do not like pull up the chart chart. yum 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 i like yum yum better (laughs) yum yum (laughs) okay i'm good okay Am I, am I, because I'm about to, yep. am I going this way or this way? I'm going this way. Okay. Are you going that way too, Sarah? Yes, I am. Okay. Positive side, guys, just as a listener, they're working towards the positive side of things. They're trying to decide how positive. Were there parts that really didn't work? I thought it was cohesive. So you're looking at a six I'm a for six. Kim. So if you scroll up. Did you like it enough to want to revisit it? Specific for this book or just them as author? Their style. I don't know, actually, because now I feel like I enjoyed Amazing Little Meet Cute, and then there was this. Yeah. I genuinely don't know if I trust 
them not to go even harder into. Yeah, it would have to be. Which is why I went no instead of I this. think I would do leaning towards no. Okay. I would have to really be blown away by the description of whatever they wrote. Um, so is this the no line? or Yeah. Okay. Could you scroll down a little bit further? Oh, that's just numbers after that. Um, style. I guess I'll give it a six. Okay. This is going to be a long episode. Our episodes are usually kind of long. Aren't they normally over an hour? Um, like when Allie was saying she'd be through here in an hour and you're like, oh, we'll be done by then. I was like, in what world? Yeah, I've never finished. That's <laughs> funny. That's what I said. <laughs> our our episodes are short. True. True. Shut the fuck up, cat. Murphy, come here. She didn't mean it. Murph, Murph. Did you pet him? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Sarah gave this a 33. What did I give Iron Flame? Iron Flame was 11.5. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Same. Okay, so 33. That's a strong dislike, but not. No, just like oh. critical point to be on my computer. Yep. Um, Kim gave it higher or lower? A thirty-four. So we've got a thirty-three Slightly and a thirty-four. Higher. One point. And yet you gave it three on Goodreads. I gave it a one. And then I gave it sorry. I gave it a 45. That seems about right. Well, you popped that 110 in there, so. Yeah, really elevated it. I like their style. <laughs> what are you cooking out there? The, the dip. Oh, okay. Kim, weren't you here when she was making it earlier? She helped put it away. I, know, I, was okay. I, did, I don't remember you coming and getting it we, and taking we, it out. We wrap up and then oh, we can yeah, talk sorry. to her. Um, so the total number of points is 112. Not our worst, not our best. It's so it at least got a third of the points. Yeah, possible. it didn't quite make halfway, but that's a strong thirty-one percent. I will say this is a better score than I thought it was going to get overall with the way you two were reacting. Well, I mean, it's not like I was disgusted with the characters. I was just disgusted with the sex. Yeah. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Pile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also support us on bookshop.org. Our link is available via our social media. You can email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. You survived. You did it. Good job. Well done. I know.